Yo, I'm Will Blackman. This is Upsets and Underdogs presented by WinBet. On today's Underdog episode, we'll break down the teams we think are being overlooked as we head into week 13. We have some fascinating divisional showdowns to talk about. The Ravens are traveling to Pittsburgh for what should be a really tough battle in the AFC North. Surprise, surprise. That is such a weird uh, division. The Broncos visit the Chiefs in a matchup between two teams that have been hard to predict this year. Um, and then the Patriots take on the Bills in Buffalo in a game that could be a huge deciding factor for the AFC East, maybe the entire AFC Conference. Right after this, we have a fun announcement about this weekend. And later on, we'll be continuing our ongoing series, Win Will Blackman's Money. So stick around. This show was brought to you by WinBet. Week 13 is coming in hot, so there is no better time to get in on the action. Download the WinBet app right now and start winning today. The WinBet offers unique markets like NFL yardage leaders, who will be the last team to be undefeated, and team exact win totals, and a ton more. Plus, new users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $1, win $100 offer. If you bet just $1, you can win a free $100 bet on almost any sport, NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, college football, UFC, boxing, and more. And they're also offering a 200% wager matchup up to $1,500. For all the details on these offers, download WinBet now and set the odds in your favor. Offer subject to change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And as we get started, cannot get started without bringing to my dog, Nick Diaz, a.k.a. Lamb. What is the deal? What's going on, Will? How you holding up, man? I'm ex- Listen, I, f- I feel like absolute garbage Uh-oh. right now. Talk to me. Um, I played basketball until like midnight. Yikes. And and I'm paying for it tremendously. There's your word, tremendous. I'm, I'm paying for it. I'm on my journey, man. Look, I'm I'm I feel pretty good health wise, but I I want to get back down to my fighting weight. My fighting weight's about two o five. You know, like two o five, two o nine. Like I don't know us football players. We use like odd numbers. We never use round numbers. So you may ask someone, hey, I weigh two twenty one. You know, no, <laughs> it's awkward. So. I'm 226 right now, even though that's the even number. I want to get down to 205. And so I've been eating better, working out five days a week. I'll play basketball on Tuesday, and I do some boxing on Thursday. So I'm really going for it. Okay, okay. I played uh, soccer yesterday. We had no subs, six on six on the field, 54 minutes. I just turned to my buddy Dylan, who's in the net, and I'm like, man, all that jujitsu and rolling around, this cardio, it needs some work. It, oh, it's a different ball game when you're yeah, constantly man. running. Like basketball, I was we played full court yesterday the whole time. I was cooked. Yeah, it's it's uh, all the cardio is different, right? Like I'm sure you even during your playing days, if you guys ever went to play basketball or something, did you feel any different, like conditioning wise? Absolutely, yeah, it was totally right. different. It's just nonstop, like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Even though it kind of helped me as a defensive back, but all that Ooh. back and forth, back and forth. But anyhow, that's how I'm feeling physically. However. However, a place that did uh, used to wear me out back in the day, Vegas. We got some <laughs> exciting uh, things to share. This weekend, you and I will be in Vegas. And not for madness, but, you know, we got business mm-hmm. to handle. You know, we'll have a little fun, but nothing too crazy. Uh, we're going to be recording at uh, Blue Wire Studio at the Wynn. Um, I was there. It's pr- it's pretty dope, man. And it is 
um, just state of the art. And it's it's pretty cool. You can just everyone can watch you record. It's pretty nice, unless unless Terrence puts the uh, the <laughs> so no one can see us. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a blast. I'm excited, man. Um, Lamb, you had an idea to uh, make this trip more interesting, um, and I hope it's it's safe. We're we're not gonna end up. <laughs> Like hangover. Nah, man. Listen, I also want to point out this is gonna be the first time that us two link up, and we're you know we're becoming best friends on this podcast journey. So I'm pretty excited about that. Look, you just throwing the bestie word yeah, out look. there. You actually might meet my best friend. He lives in. Vegas. Oh, okay. All right. Well, friend. let's let's yeah. see if we can bring him into the mix here with these Vegas stakes. So I'm thinking, you know, Vegas, Sin City, gambling capital of the world. I say we uh, we hit some props on this Thursday night game. And depending on how they turn out, one of us two might be picking up the tab this weekend. How about this? Oh, no, because Blue Wire would do it. I was going to say, you have to pay for uh, for my ride to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, with the, with the wine that you be drinking, you might pull out like a crazy crazy bottle I'd rather sign up for no, that. No, <laughs> actually, you know what? I, I have a dinner later that night and I win my props. You um you you pay for my Uber to uh Wally's. Okay. That seems a lot cheaper than <laughs> having to pay for a food bill. Like I'm not I'm not a crazy like gambler like that. Like I, I don't try to like destroy people's pockets like that. I'm not that guy. I feel that. I feel that. All right, so let's get into these props. So I got about three or four props here. And uh I feel like okay. we should give a, a head to head on on the Saints at home. Five and a half point underdog against the Cowboys. So, Will, first up, first touchdown score in this game. I say what I like to do whenever I bet on first TD score, very popular during playoff games and Super Bowls. Uh, never forget, I bet Jordy Nelson first touchdown when they played the Steelers. Big, big money over there. It was a nice Super Bowl Sunday. Former Packers. You know, you saw how I did that for you, Will? That's what I'm saying. We're like really good friends out here. So I always like to bet. Man, get to the props. Hold on. Let me just give you a little bit of my my input here. You know, gambling guru. Ali. I like betting a first TD scorer on both teams. In the event that maybe Dallas gets the ball first, why not have a Dallas guy? If the Saints get the ball first, why not have a Saints guy? So first TD scorer. Give us two. Give us a Cowboy and a Saints player. Well, you know what? Uh, this is a tough one because it's it's a short week mm-hmm. and Zeke's already banged up. But I like for them to get down there somewhere in the goal line and and, and Zeke punching in. You know he's a it's a plus six hundred take there. And yeah, I like Zeke to get the first TD because he's not going to be you know taking it to the crib and on long distance run. So I like him down there. I think yeah, I know the Cowboys will be able to drive down the field. And then uh, for the Saints. Uh, since we got Taysom Hill, like he's a gadget guy. How about he gives it to another gadget guy in Deontay Harris? Uh, so I like those two for my first TD scores. Deontay's get, he's getting more of a role offensively. I think every time he touched the ball, he does something pretty cool. So I like for that. Maybe an explosive play. Maybe, maybe Trayvon Diggs jumps the route and mm. boom, double move. Who knows? I like it. I like the Harris call because he's also their punt returner too. So maybe a three and out right. from Dallas. And he took Green Bay up top early this year, like on a just a goal ball. He just took off and scored. So yeah, Deontay Harris also about you? twenty to one odds. That's that's getting a little feisty Take over it. there. Uh, I like who's talking. I like Traquan Smith twenty to one as well. 
uh, seems to be emerging as the number one target for Simeon in that offense. His home and road splits, 80% of his career touchdowns have been in the Superdome. So we got that going for us too. And in the event that the Cowboys get the ball first, man, I'm a Tony Pollard stan. I think this dude is amazing. You talk about the home run. You always bring up how you want that home run threat at running back. He's definitely that guy. More explosive than Ezekiel Elliott. Though down in the goal line, I would defer to you with the Z call, but I'm going to go with Tony Pollard at plus 750 first touchdown. All right. What else you got? How about any time TD score? Now, it doesn't need to be the first. doesn't need to be the last. Who you got? I think uh, I think the game is going to be moving a little quickly. It's going to be a while for Taysom Hill to get warmed up, and he might throw a pick six. Mm. So I got the Cowboys defense anytime score. Defense special teams. And plus, you mentioned Tony Pollard. He took one to the crib. You know, right. And, and he's able to take kick returns to the crib, too. So we have a few opportunities there. You have guys that can get the football on the Cowboys defense and score. So I, I like for them to anytime score for them. Wow, you know it'd be crazy if the opening kickoff to Pollard gets housed. You hit your bet, I hit my bet. We're celebrating. I wouldn't be good. Yeah, it would be. I don't want you to hit your bet. Oh, okay. I see how it is. I'm gonna go with Taysom Hill plus two. <laughs> that is how it is. What do you mean? Plus two hundred. <laughs> Anytime TD score. I think they're gonna get a little funky. They've that also had so a full week. That is so safe. Go on to the next one because that was so safe. Nah, you think Taysom Hill anytime TD score? You think that's safe? The backup he, he runs the ball. Yeah, but he got no he's burn pay, on Thanksgiving. He's paying Hill. He is paying Hill as what like a uh, sort of an arm. Kind of like that comparison. But yeah, Taysom Hill plus two hundred. <laughs> All right, what else we got? All right, what's your favorite prop of this game? My favorite prop is going to be Dallas defensive special teams scoring touchdown and Cowboys win. I think uh, this is the time where uh, Kellen Moore gets to put a stamp on his head coach and candidacy. That's right. Um, because, you know, Mark McCarthy is down, so Kellen is going to be there holding it down, calling the plays with no distractions, no uh, clock management issues, you know. <laughs> this is his time. We'll see. So I like them. Cowboys scored uh, non-offensive touchdown and them to win. Interesting. Interesting. I'm on Taysom Hill anytime TD score and the Saints to win at plus 600. And it seems like we got a little head-to-head in the game, too. You like the Cowboys to win this one? I do like the Cowboys to win this one. Um, they're just one of the, It's just one of those situations where they get a weird loss and they come back with a really good win. Mm. Um, again, I just... I know we talked about am I still high on them? I still like the Cowboys. I think they're going through that mid that mid season that late to mid season adversity stage. And if they can get over this situation, then it'll be good. Interesting. I'm on the Saints here. Uh, I like the Saints better at home than I do on the road. And both teams having played on last Thursday, they do have a full week to prepare for this one. But I think the Saints win this one. So we also have another. Is, it, is Kamara still out? Yeah, it doesn't. It looks like they might sit you him. Like Kamara's out, and they can't throw the ball, and they don't have no one to throw the ball to. And you like the Saints? Yeah, because I like the spot, and I like their defense, and I'm, I like the number and the and just the spot more than everything. You know, Cowboys going to put up thirty points. Yeah, if, if it does turn into a track meet, uh, I'm, there's no if. I'm definitely in trouble. There's no if. 
CD <laughs> Lamb and Amari Cooper expected to play in this one too. So only makes your take. And they score thirty without those dudes. Yeah. Well, they'll get <laughs> all right. They'll get Ingram back. They'll get Ingram back. Damn it! Let's oh my. They got to get down there to give Ingram the ball. Anyhow, you know what? I like those. Let's let's mark those up, and we will check back in on those. I'm not going to say anything. I'll just I'm just going to see you on Sunday, and we can talk about it then. <laughs> All right, it's time for Win Will Blackman's Money. It's weird speaking in the third person because I am Will Blackman. <laughs> so first, let's welcome Theo Ash of the Stay Hot Podcast back to the show. Theo, what is the deal? What's happening? What is good? How's school? Uh, finals week is this week. We're wrapping up the semester. Um, probably my worst semester yet, but it's okay because I'm doing stuff like this. That's because you're doing all this That's stuff. That's because I'm doing all this stuff. That's what I tell my parents. Like I'm doing yeah, all this like, stuff. Look, Remember I'm that punt returner from like ten years ago on the Packers? <laughs> Remember? Yeah, I'm talking to him. I don't need to do this school. <laughs> I know I'm making money already. Okay, so just to recap for everyone or those who are new, Theo's new to the gambling scene. Lamb and I are trying to help him out every week until the end of the football season. I am giving him one hundred dollars to bet with on the Win Bet app. And he has to use all $100, okay? He doesn't save 10 and go to the dining hall and get some margarita. Well, you're not old enough, are you? No, you're not. I, am. Um, I am. I'm 21. Yeah. <laughs> are you 21? I am 21. I am 21. We couldn't bet if that? I wasn't he 21. Can... I couldn't be on this show. <laughs> um, I might have to call that number again. <laughs> um, he has to make at least two wagers, a parlay of at least three legs, and a bet. That includes a non-football sport. All right, Theo, let's take a look at a few of your bets from last week, okay? I was out the game, but I was watching from afar, um, like Zordon from Power Rangers, probably another old reference for you. All right, wager wager number one. (laughs) Let's talk about your three-leg parlay. You parlayed the money lines for three teams, Panthers, at the Dol- Panthers at the Dolphins, Seahawks <laughs> at Washington, and the Bucks at the Colts. So the Panthers were a favorite, one twenty-five against the Dolphins. Um, Seahawks were the underdog. Uh, the Bucks were the favorite. The Bucks won, but the Panthers and Seahawks did lose. Um, so Theo, there's something interesting about these three teams. They were all playing on the road, so you went, you went, you went road warriors on us. Uh, what was your thinking here? I keep expecting the Seahawks to get right, and it's just not happening. <laughs> I that's that's my thing with the Seahawks. I'm like, but that was a tough one to pick for them to get right on. Maybe, but I mean, the Washington defense has not been that good this year. Like it hasn't. So I was like, I don't know. One of these days, they're going to you know look like this old Seahawks, and the and the offense is going to get right. And I know those those Washington corners, they've been kind of struggling this year for like no reason, but they have been. And I know they've looked a little bit better recently and the Dolphins had looked a little bit better recently, um, but I was kind of banking on those kind of both being fluky, kind of playing bad teams, but uh, they weren't and it came out and bit me and, you know, I don't know that that was this week was it was a rough one. Uh, for my NFL picks, they all lost. Every NFL pick lost, and my NBA pick was actually the one that went through. 
Yes. So just again, I felt like the Dolphins were were playing. See, I was out of town. This is why I failed you. The Dolphins <laughs> are, are have been playing well the past few weeks, and Tua's been looking like the Tua we all been hoping for. Seattle has been struggling every which way, and they go to Washington, which is far as hell, and and is FedEx Field is just a gross place to play, and it fits right into Washington's hands. And the Bucks, were, it was close. That was a close it one. Was. I had the Bucks win that one. Um, Liam, what's your take on this before we go to his second wager? I think there's some games that you just don't need to bet on, and that would have been the Panthers-Dolphins game. Like, Will, if you were to be like, yo, man, here's here's a thousand bucks. Go bet this game for me. I'd be like, dude, just you know, keep that money for yourself. Buy something nice for the holidays. <laughs> just, just a weird spot, man. Weird spot for the Panthers. I don't get the, the hype about the Panthers. Dolphins, four in a row now. The team right. sort of flying under the radar. Seattle, I'm with you, Theo, because... I felt the same way. They're going to get right, but we've been waiting for that now. First right. four-game losing streak for Russ as a as a quarterback. And the Bucks, I, I was on the Bucks too. That was my favorite play of the slate. However, they did win and cover on a, on a play that shouldn't have been a cover with Fournette stumbling into the end zone. Yeah, no, that was a crazy game. That was a crazy game. And that one went kind of the opposite way that I expected because I thought, you know, the Colts want to run the football. That's their whole identity. The Bucks are generationally good at stopping the run. I thought the Bucks would win that one pretty easily. Um, but the Colts came out and threw it a lot, and they did a good job with it. The, the Colts should have won that game. So that one almost missed, too. They just got unlucky. Yeah, they got to Jonathan Taylor super yeah. late, and he got going eventually. But, yeah, I mean – I had a parlay, which I thought was a great one. I'm just going to read mine out anyway because I wasn't here. But I had, I think I said in the last show, I had the Eagles. I had the Giants actually winning that one outright. I felt the Giants felt good about Always it. Always bet on an interim head coach. They win every time. Or like it wasn't a head coach. <laughs> it was it was an interim offensive coordinator. But I yeah, swear, Freddie? I swear an interim coach wins every game. It happened with the Raiders after Gruden got resigned. So... And then I th- I thought Minnesota would go and handle business in San Fran because Kurt has been outstanding on the road. I had I actually had the Jets, um, I had the Jets covering, mm. um, and they end up winning outright. And I had Tennessee covering, and they got blasted. So anyhow, that's enough about me. We're talking about you. Your second your wager was your uh, non football bet that this was the Suns Knicks game, and you had uh, Devin Brickle was minus one thirty to score over twenty two point five, and you put down thirty bucks, and you scored thirty two, so you got fifty three bucks. I thought that was a mortal lock. Usually, I allocate thirty dollars right. to my non football bets. Booker goes off as a Suns fan. Booker goes off in Madison Square Garden. He just does. He, but everyone tries to. I think that's the thing. Like they're gonna put up their shots. Right, they are. Stars like to play in Madison Square Garden. I, mm-hmm. Booker said something about the lighting, like just something about the lighting and like it being in New York is like the mecca of basketball. He averages 30 in Madison Square Garden. The Suns are on a 17-game win streak now. When they played the Knicks, I think it was like 14 or 15. So the team right. was rolling. He's going into a place he loves to play in. Like I thought 22 and a half, like I almost better like propped above that and I probably should have but I thought that one was just a stone cold lock and I honestly should have put more on it yeah he I mean he threw up 27 shots like he wasn't <laughs> no it was not yeah uh what was your thoughts on this Nick I mean I couldn't agree more with Theo about stars anytime they come to MSG as a uh lifelong Knicks fan stars just light it up at MSG however they never come to play for the Knicks that's a <laughs> 
for another <laughs> podcast. But I know they're already talking about trading Kemba away. He just got there. Yeah, and for John Wall, like gross. Keep that keep that contract away. But yeah, look, oh Booker Booker's gonna put up his shots. The Knicks are one of the lowest rated teams against opposing shooting guards. To so use some fantasy to throw into this too, going off the the prop in. Nine of the last 11 games, he's gone over his prop total, that being one of them as well for Theo. All right, and the last wager was the only one you hit. So here's where you stand. Uh, so far, you lost $225 of my money. Um, nice. Your total winning back on 75. <laughs> your total winnings right now stands at 156 bucks. So um, adding your winning bets cost to your winnings you're still at 231 dollars. so you're actually breaking even by six so you know what at least we'll, we'll celebrate that so lamb any last words for him besides stay away from ugly games like the panthers dolphins yeah look it seems like basketball might be your forte man you've been basketball might be your this forte. is the first been... basketball one i hit was this week <laughs> this was the first one yeah but 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 you made great decisions like the the one last week was i was, I was come on now like he's been averaging all those damn points and all of a sudden he just hit that one that makes no sense to me yeah and also a couple of weeks back with the i believe it was the rebounds i think it was a parlay that you put together for nba but it was two out of the three I, i'm pretty sure you hit so if you straight bet them, that's something people don't want to hear, Will. Like, no one wants to straight bet, right? Like, I always use this example. Right. Parlays is where it's at. That's where the money is. The books love that's the parlays. The that's where you that's how, that's the real better. That's where you go for it, right? Yeah, you risk a little to win a lot, but it's not always the the most optimal route. Will, if you give out five picks and you go four and one, that's a that's a hell of a week. But I'm tweeting at you, Will, what the hell, man? Uh, I missed my parlay. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's never good enough. I think this was my thing. I always break even. Like, what do you say? I'm six dollars. That's that's what I've profited, or whatever it is. That's yeah. that's been yeah. my problem. Yeah. So maybe this week I'll I'll take a big swing and I'll put a. I know you're saying like parlays aren't aren't really the move, but maybe that this week I'll uh, I'll go for the fences here and try to try to at least avoid barely breaking even like I always do. Yeah, while you're yeah while you're even, go for the fences and see what happens, and then you can go back to playing it safe if you get smacked. That's a good so. idea. Hit me up. And like I said, I am here to help you. So, Theo, best of luck on this next round of bets. Now, let's get into our top dogs. This is where uh, we highlight the week 13 underdogs that we feel are most undervalued and have the best chance to win you some money. Out the gate, game one, Ravens at the Steelers. Steelers are the underdog in the situation. Uh, plus three and a half, 175 in the money line. Uh, the Ravens are getting 80% of the tickets and the money. I remember we had Haley on here and she talked about she does not like right. betting the AFC North because you just don't know. Like, we, we, I didn't know the Steelers were going to get dragged through the mud like this. Did not think that. Um, two teams playing really, really bad. Even though the Ravens threw 800 interceptions, they still won. They still find yeah. a way to win that game, which is weird. Um, and then right now, Pittsburgh, they're going through some culture stuff. They're going through some cultural stuff. And you had Chase Claypool talking about, we need some music at practice and not... <laughs> 
That was too funny. That was too funny. I mean, could, you couldn't get more grade school than that. You're gonna you're gonna say you're gonna say that to the media with a Hall of Fame head coach chilling there who never had a losing season. And you're gonna say we might need music in practice? Good lord. The downfall for the Steelers the last couple of years has been TikTok. <laughs> Juju, Claypool, all these guys just you know, they get stomped out and then they're doing TikToks on the 50. And it's like, dude, a little self-awareness. And just, like, but, it, but it's all good if you're winning. That's a fact. That's fine. It, do it, like Tom Brady puts out a cool video every time right. he wins. With some, with some rap music and he's being happy. Hey, W, it's fine. But I understand society is like, let Juju be Juju. Let Chase be Chase. Da, da, da. It's like, yo, if y'all ain't winning, then stop doing that. Do something else. Yeah. You know? it, was, it was similar like with Cam. Remember Cam, the, the year he won MVP, he's wearing all those crazy hats and those outfits and everyone's loving the wardrobe. Next two seasons, they start losing and it's like, oh, he cares more about his outfits and his hats than he does playing. It's like, well, where was that energy when I won MVP and we went 15 and one? You're right. It's 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 all about yeah, winning. No, at least at least like in, in Cam's situation, like he, he does have a hat company. That's true. Self-promotion. You know, like that's, you know he's, wearing yeah, his, yeah. he's wearing his own product, his own stuff, and that's just his style. Um, I think Cam. It's, I mean, that's a different. That's a different story. We'll talk about him in another episode. But for Juju and and Chase, or Chase and all that stuff, it's like, like just keep it about about mm. ball. I have no issues with all that stuff. You have Monday through Saturday to do all your TikTok stuff, and on Sundays, man, just go play ball. You know, and if you win, have a have at it. But if you're not, like chill. Out. Like I don't, I'm not. If I don't win, I'm not going to be loud. That's just natural. I'm not going to be me regardless. No, if I don't win, I'm shutting the hell up, period. You know, um, this is, I don't even know how I feel about this game. You know, I think if things go south of Baltimore, they can still find a way to win. Right. That's why I like Baltimore in this situation. Um, before I, I make my final, final, final pick, what are some um, betting insights for this game? Yeah, that's a that's that's a good take there because I feel like when we see it go south for the Steelers, it gets really ugly. Six three, it gets yeah. nasty. Six three and one against the spread are the Ravens in the last ten games against Pittsburgh. However, they're four and six straight up. We always talk about it. Will in division, these trends mean a lot more than your Broncos, Bills, who might play each other once every four years. Steelers four and seven against the spread this year. Ravens are five and six against the spread. And will I feel as if this game is a throw everything at the wall, hope something sticks for the Steelers. Like is a kitchen sink game. Do you do you remember? Do you remember being on a team or in a scenario like that where you and your teammates were going into a week where you guys just felt like, yo, we lose this game, it's a wrap for our playoffs. That's how I feel like this might be for the Steelers. Um, or is that even a real thing? Do Do you guys even? No, no. Yeah, you know, I think that I have been because when I was in Washington in 2015, we had to beat the Eagles to get into the playoffs. When I was in New York in 2011, mm-hmm. we had to beat the Giants. I mean, when I was in, yeah, I had, we had to beat the Cowboys yeah. to get into the playoffs. So it, for us, it came down to the last game. So I've been in it twice, both NFC East. I got my hats over here somewhere. Interesting, interesting. Because I, I feel like for the Steelers, man, it's it's gut check time. Back to back weeks, they've given up forty one points. 
That's what I'm saying. You get and mocked. you're not going to have Watt because he's on the COVID list. So, and dude is playing like a defensive player of the year right now. So this is tough. What do you What do you got in this game? Yeah, I'm. De- I definitely. Um, I like Baltimore simply because. You know how you like you playing basketball. And if you if you're having like a lousy shooting day, it's like keep shooting, keep shooting, keep shooting. You know, and I feel like that's how that's how they feel about Lamar. Is like he can throw six interception and just keep. That's just him. He's gonna break one anytime. He, Lamar, he's like he likes going into these battles and he's like not afraid to like die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like he's like John Wick. He's like Jason Bourne, and you know he's. He's Frank Martin, transporter. Like he's he's that guy. Like I'm gonna take all y'all on on my own and just you know use my intelligence team that I have and just go off. And that's how I see Lamar. And I like Baltimore in this situation. Who do you I want to add to that real quick. I feel like the Ravens, the last decade, they've been a team where any place, any time, any place, yeah, any time, yeah. They're scrapping. Yeah. It's it's their culture. You never see them just like let up. You know, I mean, well, they got they got mopped by Cincinnati as well too. But you know, I'm which is a weird ass look, team. man. This is going to be a uh, a last stand for me. I'm going to stay with the Steelers. It it looks you giving them hope. You you think they're going to flip it around after getting challenged publicly? I think nobody's on them. Everybody is just slandering them. Should Tomlin get fired so after this? Money. You're trying to win some the money. chase. They're at home, which is nice. I don't like that they don't have Watt, but I'm taking the number here at three and a half with the Steelers. And then Hayden went down for a bit. Hopefully yeah. he's up. All right. Let's get into game number two. This is another spicy game. We got the Broncos. They are going to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. Chiefs are minus 10 favorite. 62% of the tickets are on the Broncos. 73% of the money are on the Chiefs. That is so interesting. And maybe because the Broncos are, they're one of those weird streaky teams, uh-huh. right? They they went and handled business against the, the Chargers, which th- that's another story that's falling apart. Uh, first place in the AFC West is on the line. And who would have thought it would be between the Chiefs and the Broncos? Nobody, especially with, you know, you, you trade away Ron Miller, you... you you're still not sure about QBs, even though Teddy B has been holding it down. And um, they're just playing good football. I think this is a storyline that's not being really celebrated enough because it's not they're not pretty mm-hmm. wins. I say pretty wins because I'm so over the word sexy being used in, in sports media. Like, guys need to stop <laughs> doing that. That's not a sexy play. That's not a sexy win. Da, 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 da. Okay. It's not sexy because don't, you don't use that word, sexy. It's not a pretty situation Vic Vangio is coaching these guys are competing they are playing football they are playing good football and for them to be in this position despite things not looking so great on paper um, you know they, they got two capable running backs getting it done they have two capable receivers getting it done they just paid Patrick mm-hmm. after he he cooked digs and got a deal <laughs> like, like that's how they you, paid that's Sutton how to do it, it. Yeah, and, you know, Teddy went down for a bit and Lot came in and, and still got it done. So, however, the Chiefs are on a a legit uh, four-game winning streak. And 
they, some of them were ugly, some of them were gorgeous, and but at the end of the day, they were they were winning the games. And <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes talked about how he mentioned some of those ugly wins, but at the end of the day, he understands. It's like, look, the the main objective is just to win these games. We they are willing to play in any type of game. And that's that's what's exciting for them. You know, they get their running back back, and that's a great situation because they're going to need him uh, down the stretch right now. The defense, believe it or not, is is coming through. I feel like Spagnuolo, Spags, he found some way to find key situations for all the safety because I know everyone was on like Sorensen's head, like he's you know killing us back here. Well, they found situations for him to shine, and he actually ended up getting a pick versus the Raiders. Um, Matthews in one place, and they're just you know they got they got a good rotation back there on in defensive back, and now they're getting some more pressure, uh, bringing in um, Melvin mm-hmm. Ingram. You know he's been a, a great addition for them too. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Before we make our picks, get into some insights about this game. Yeah, they've they've also had Frank Clark, who was in and out the lineup for a little bit, and they moved Chris Jones right. back in as like a D tackle as opposed to where he belongs. Uh, yep. Yeah, exactly. That's where he made all his money. Uh, Chiefs have won 10 straight games, Will, against the Denver Broncos. Also just dominating wins. Eight and two against the spread. Again, in-division trend. Seems like the common theme in these games that we're reviewing is in-division. It's coming down to the nitty-gritty of the season. Right. Andy Reid off a of bye, Will. The GOAT. 26-6 and yep. six overall in his career, including the playoffs, off a of bye. 19-3 and three in the regular season. He's seven and one with Mahomes coming off the bye. And I said it, I put out a video using the win bet odds. Pat Mahomes was 20 to one prior to the Cowboys game. And one of the reasons why I love that number on Pat Mahomes was at the time, no one really stepped away. I know you've been on the Brady take and it's a very strong take and I respect it, but I think the chiefs are going to win out the rest of the way. Uh, the defense is playing a lot better. Eight, 11 points per game they're giving up in the last four. And yeah, the offense isn't really putting up the 40 spots. I know they did that against the Raiders, but I think the door is open for Mahomes. If they end the year on a 10-game winning streak, they love Mahomes. That narrative is going to start climbing. So I think the Chiefs here in this spot, I know it's a 10-point favorite, but coming off the bye, Will, it's just hard to not go with that. Yeah, for them for them to win outright, that is very, very possible. However... You know, they got to go to L.A. to face their nemesis, the Chargers. And they also go to Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. which is peaking right when they need to be. Um, So I see that. So let's get into these picks. And clearly, we both like the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. However, (laughs) Teddy Bridgewater. (laughs) However. 42-17-1 against the spread in his career. So we are going against the GOAT cover machine. Teddy Teddy Ruxpin. You don't know about that. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) all right game number three this is a hot game because i don't know what to do and i'm surprised this isn't a pick them but the patriots at the bills bills are minus three favorite minus 150 on a money line 68 percent of the tickets and 53 percent of the money are coming in on the patriots and it's because it's the patriots okay People are so afraid of the Patriots because they have dominated the NFL for the past two decades. And when they start doing well, everyone's like, oh, gosh, like, here they go again. Even though Tom is not there, they're still like, oh, my gosh, here we go again, because it's Bill. Okay, 
It is Bill. And what people don't understand is that it is week 13. I said this before. There's no more hiding from Bill Belichick. There is no more. All your film is out there. Everything you have done well, anything you have done in any situation. He knows what you're going to do on first and 10. He knows what you're going to do on third and five. He knows what you're going to do when you're down with, with two minutes to go. He knows what you're going to do when you're up with four minutes to go. He knows every single thing. He knows what you're going to do versus pressure, what you're going to do versus zone, man, whatever it is, 11 personnel, 12 personnel, 13 personnel, situational master. He has all of it downloaded into his mind. He has his team, his intelligence team, dissecting everything that you do as a team. And he is there to take it away and minimize. So guess what? They're going to blitz the heck out of uh, Josh Allen. And it's going to be up to the both defenses to play out strong. And so this is an interesting game. Um, A battle for the AFC East that we, I would say all of us thought that the Bills were going to run away with this uh, division. And also, too, this is going to be like huge playoff implications in terms of seeding. But a huge, a huge deal uh, for the Bills. They lost to Javius White. That was like everything because the secondary has been playing so well. Uh, the corners were able to lock down the outside. You got those two safeties, which I, I probably would say are the are the best two with Poyer and Hyde. I think they might be the best safety duo. Um, they're they're they come up and they will smack you. They will sit in the back and they will find the football and they cover really really well. So I, I like them too. So yeah, man, it is. This is this is a fun game to check out. I'm excited to see what happens here. What are some uh, insights for this game and your thoughts? Patriots are six and zero against the spread in their last six games. Pats are also seven and three straight up in the last ten against Buffalo. The Bills four and six against the spread in their last ten games against New England. And will I gotta I gotta say, man, I've learned a lot being on the show with you. You've uh, pulled the curtain back on like the NFL experience for me. Your strongest take is something that I would have brought to the table here in this scenario, how New England hasn't beaten anyone yet, in my opinion. You would always come back and say, dude, they're destroying these teams, though. That's a big deal. They don't have an impressive win for me. However, they're beating them by two, three possessions, and it's never in doubt that they're going to win this game. So I am very stuck on this one. I like that it's in Buffalo, Monday Night Football, Bills Mafia. Monday Night Football, yes. So I am going to lean to Buffalo. I think Buffalo, this is a big test for them because this is a stretch now where two of the next three games are against each other. So three weeks from now when we're doing the show, if one of these teams sweeps, we might be looking at the AFC East winner. Right. Right. And the, the two the two tight losses, right? They played they played Tampa in week mm-hmm. four. Uh, you know, there's some information, maybe not enough. You know what I'm saying? And they lost to the Cowboys. You know, I think week six in overtime too. Again. So in overtime yeah. too, you know, and there were the pick sixes. Um and then okay, let's get back on track. Okay, we're going to play the Jets, and we're going to just drop 54 on them. 
we're going to go to L.A. and handle the Chargers once mm-hmm. again. You know, they try to, re- reta- you know, retaliate after last year, getting blanked. And then we're going to play the Panthers and just beat them up. And then we're going to just smack the Browns and give them even more issues. We're going to blank Atlanta. We're going to absolutely light up Tennessee, who's been the hot hand right now in the AFC. So, you, I mean, you're you're right. You know, it's it's what exactly that they're doing to these teams. Um, I, I'm I like I do. I think the Bills are peaking at the right time too. But the one thing though, the Patriots they're running the mm. football, like that's that's what they always have been able to do. It's almost like how Kyle Shanahan is always able to find a running back to like get the job done. That's what the Patriots have been able to. do. They've been able to find a running back. To get the job multiple done. backs. You know, Damian Harris has been multiple, right? Yep. Stevenson is, you know, four point six carry. And you know, Damian Harris has been getting it done too. They together they both have eleven touchdowns. Um well, rushing touchdowns, that is. So man, it this is interesting. If the if the Bills if the Bills can't run, they will have an issue. And I think the one person who'd probably do most of the running might be Josh yep. Allen. Um so I do I will say the Patriots they are they are there to, to upset the Bills. I like I like the Patriots to cover here though. So when when you opened up the introduction to this game, you said that you're surprised it's not a pick'em. Right away I knew you were going with New England because you're getting the points there. <laughs> so that was it's 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 on brand right now what you're saying. However, the line's going to move. It has to. I do think so. And the way the, the line is moving based on the bets coming in, I think this might go down to two and a half, two for New England. Everyone coming in on New England. I like Buffalo in this spot, though. Uh, they get extra time to prepare, too. They having played on Thanksgiving. So essentially about like a two-week break now. And I think they'll be able to throw some weird stuff at Mac Jones with that defensive line. They rotate seven, eight guys deep, sort of NASCAR 2007. But he sees weird stuff in practice. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But hostile environment going into Buffalo? Buffalo is not hostile. You don't see those tables that get broke all the time? Yeah, that's in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Buffalo's crazy, man. I went to school up there. They're going to be up for this game. They knew it. They knew I don't have a good time for sure, but when it comes to the, I'm telling you, when it comes to these rookie quarterbacks, the most, the most mentally prepared QB was Mac Jones. I'm sure everyone looked at all the skills and whatever people can do physically and what have you. The most mentally prepared quarterback was Mac Jones. You know, he's he was an older quarterback, and he got coached by Nick Saban. I mean, he was prepared. Nick Saban is him and Bill mm-hmm. are homeboys. So he fell right into the lap, and rightfully so. He's doing just what he did. He had a competition battle with Cam and beat him outright and shown that he's the right choice. So I like the Patriots to cover. They are 6-0 against the spread in the last six games, and I'm sticking with it. Spicy. I like it. (laughs) Okay. You can find the rest of these lines for this week on the WinBet app. This show is brought to you by WinBet. We've wrapped up week 12 of the NFL season, so what are you waiting for? Download the WinBet app now and start winning today. Plus, new users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $1, win $100 offer. If you bet just $1, you can win a free 
$100 bet on almost any sport. Damn it, if you guys don't do it, that's $1. Okay, NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, college football, UFC, boxing, and more. Okay, so they're also offering a 200% wager matchup up to $1,500. We're trying to win you guys some money. So, Lamb, do you see anything you like this week on the WinBet app? And there's some, 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 there's a lot of stuff going on. So, what do you like? Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, I like, again, going back to the octagon, UFC. There's a, uh, showcase fight at 135 the main event is rob font part of the new england cartel can you think of a better training camp team than the new england cartel i love it he is minus 140 against jose aldo in my opinion the winner of this Uh is next in line for a title shot at 135 and i'm gonna go with the favorite rob font at minus 140 to win that fight against the legend jose aldo very very nice you know, there's there's a couple fights this weekend. We got uh, Dave uh, Dave Handy versus Devin Handy versus JoJo mm-hmm. Diaz, and I think everyone's excited after what happened for the Combosis Teofimo Lopez fight, the upset there. JoJo Diaz is no slouch. Okay, he is no slouch. He has one loss, and that was to Gary Russell Jr. And that was three years ago. He's a little older, 29, but he is no slouch. He is legit, legit, legit. And I'm sure Devin Haney is going to not come out like TFOMO did and try to like not come out in the first round. He's going to be real cautious and real smart. So this is an interesting fight. This can go this. I will believe this is going to go the full distance. And there's a I will say there's a, there could be a possible split decision upset because everyone's not Everyone's not 100% sold on Devin Haney. They think he does not have a chin and he will be challenged. So that's something to look at, too. Also, let's look at college football. Let's go to the Pac-12 championship. Utah, Oregon rematch, right? Oregon got slapped by Utah. Um, Right now, there's a possible for revenge. So maybe, you know, Oregon is the favorite two and a half. So Utah can cover. So that's something I will check out as well. Lamb, thank you for all the details on the offers we mentioned earlier and my offers as well. So download the WinBet app now and set the odds in your favor. Offers subject to change. Term and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Now, before we finish up, it's time to make our picks for Underdog of the Week. This is the dog we think has the best shot to win outright against their opponent. All right, man. I'm telling you, it's it's a it's a division week, Nick. And you know, I, I love how you you like the Steelers going through like some cultural stuff. It's a smart pick because they they have a common opponent, right? Someone that they battle with through the years, somebody they went toe to toe with. Regardless of what's going on, they find a way to battle. I like the Seahawks to upset the Niners this week. Wow, the Niners are coming to Lumen Field. Seattle is getting destroyed in the media. Something's wrong with everybody. Mina Kimes on ESPN, she put down an insane um, graphic about what's wrong with the Seahawks. She pulled up their their first and second round picks from the last like 10 years. I think the only pro bowler on the list was DK Metcalf. Not last 10 years, last like three or four years because Bobby was second round pick. Um, 
But I like it's a I like Seattle to like just okay, you're coming here, let's go out like them to upset the Niners. What about you? I I, I love that take. They're an underdog at home are the Seahawks plus three, they're plus one forty five on the money line. Again, one of those teams, Will, where I love backing them at home. Any anybody coming in there, everyone's off them. Is Russ gonna get traded? Hopefully to the Giants. That's a big talking point, too. <laughs> and San Francisco's feeling good about themselves, too, on this winning streak now. They're back in the race. So I, I like that one. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think this is gut check time. I think the Steelers, the common opponent, these two teams, fun fact, these two coaches, is going to be their 30th appearance, Will. Only three times in NFL history has that happened. 30 matchups between two head coaches. I like the Steelers at plus 175. And in the event that they don't cover... I will not be talking about the Steelers the rest of the way. <laughs> All right, finally, we're going to make our favorite picks of the week. This is the team out of any team playing that we think is the biggest lock to cover. Um, it was my last pick. It was the Patriots. I think they're the biggest lock to cover. Um, I think either, you know, if they don't win outright, they're going to keep it extremely close. And I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Do I go with another head-to-head? Because I really like Buffalo. And I think I'm going to do that. Biggest lock to cover? I think Buffalo wins. That is such a a weak pick. Why? You're all over New England. But that's not even like fun. I think it is fun. Monday Night Hammer, last thing we're on the slate. I'm going to go with Buffalo minus three. All right. (laughs) I guess I have to pick up the towel for dinner. All right, quickly, let's recap our picks. I like the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Patriots. My underdog are the Seahawks. And my favorite uh, to cover the Pats. What about you, sir? Steelers plus three and a half. They are also my underdog to win outright. Chiefs minus 10, Bills minus three, as well as the favorite to cover are the Buffalo Bills. All right, that's it for today's show. Next episode will be coming to you from Vegas. So get ready indeed. Uh, We'll recap how week 13 went down and see how our picks turned out. Uh, You can follow me on all socials at Will Blackman. And where can they find you? Nick Nick Day is 10 on Twitter and on Instagram. I need tremendous lamb. I don't like. I used to have the lamb show back in the day, but I had to switch it up. Oh, I mean, damn, bro, that's it right there—the lamb show. You're killing me. All right, as always, don't forget to subscribe, throw us a rating and review, and tell your friends. Actually, it's been pretty cool. I've been like out and about, and people been subscribing to the show. They're like, "Damn, dude, like you—you are a good storyteller." I'm like, "I appreciate it." You know, I, you know, I can, I speak well. I have a lot of help, but I speak well. Um, Catch you next time. We're out. (laughs) 